You're listening to the MC Vocal Fry Podcast, your weekly dash of voice science, pedagogy, and pop culture, coming to you from the campus of Mississippi College in Clinton, Mississippi. After that statement, so that's. You wanted to say just, it again? Nope, I don't. <laughs> that was uh, that's that's a good way to start a Friday morning. What You're are welcome. you doing already at this Friday morning? I want to make sure I know this song because I'm singing it tomorrow at a competition. Very good, Sarah's doing the John Alexander voice competition tomorrow. I know the words. It's it's the rhythms that aren't always perfect. Which one is it? The light in the piazza. Oh, yeah. I think it's because yeah. I spent so much time because I'm also singing summer in Ohio. Yeah. And I spent so much time dealing with that just so that I could literally sing it. Yeah. But the rhythms for that are, are easy. And right. even if I mess them up, it's easy enough. Yeah. For nobody Tyler knows. To follow well, me. and it's just like it's so. Would you even want to sing them perfectly? Yeah. Exactly. But this one for us to be together, like I need to kind of know. How long I'm supposed to hold notes out? How long are the breaks in between? Mm-hmm. Because he's just playing. Wait, which one are you doing? The light in the piazza from the, the light. light in the, oh, you're doing the title Literally, song. Literally, yeah, the mm-hmm. light in the piazza. Mm-hmm. And it, the I counting just, in that the entrances is tough. Exactly. Yeah, it is. And I just hadn't even thought because you know I haven't put it with that the, was like company. Okay, when we did our little thing uh, last semester yeah. for the CCM Ped class, you know, and we only ran things with him like half an hour Before. beforehand and like they're accompanist yeah and um <laughs> i realized like on stage as i was singing that like i like i've known back to before for years like because we were, we did ragtime and i loved that song and like i listened to it all the time but i realized like as i was singing it like i never really paid attention to the cues and the accompaniment for like when to come back in in the middle of those five key, five key changes and so i was just like well here i go exactly. so, tyler hope you can follow me that's the thing like, but I, then i went back and listened to it and i was like wait i actually think i did those right it? accidentally and that's good i mean that's my <laughs> thing like i completely memorized this without ever like going through it with him yeah. so to all of a sudden put it with him on wednesday yeah i was like "Ooh, these are not <laughs> i need to look at this these are not again. what i Ooh. thought these were oh my gosh okay so after when so, you left this morning like and i was still upstairs yes but it was like crying like i had never heard before like it was so sad like there were these oh. moans at the end of oh, it no. and at first i was like what is going on I why love- is she so sad and then i went downstairs and it wasn't because you left. <laughs> she does this weird thing. I've given her a treat. Where when we give her like a large treat, she becomes obsessed with like with burying it. I'm doing somewhere quotation in the house. marks about on this because she's inside. This is her dog. They're talking about Sarah's My dog. My dog. Yeah, I'm not like leaving Aria. a child or something alone. And like, nor does her child bury bones nor in the house. Nor do I have a child. Well, and like, I mean, she it, like she was whining like crying like because she's so upset i guess because she can't like she's just walking around the house aimlessly like <laughs> oh where Looking, do i put it what do i do 
that's the thing. She'll like bury it. Would you give bare. her a bone, like a chew, chew, chew bone? It, I gave her like a little uh, greeny, like a, like a, a little bone. dental uh-huh. treat, yeah, basically. Yeah. And she'll just want it. She'll like bury it like in the couch. Yeah. But the thing is, nowhere's good enough. I guess yeah, she'll leave it really for like two or three minutes. And then, and then she'll like, start whining again and go get it and like try to read Try it. to find somewhere the else. The funniest for thing it. is sometimes she'll eat it, forget she's eaten it, and go try to find it. <laughs> And I'm like, it's gone. And it's so cute. I think, like, you know, like football players get brain damage from how many, all the times they hit their heads and stuff. I think she has that because she slams her head into our coffee table (laughs) on a regular basis. And she doesn't even flinch. She's (laughs) just like, whoa. Yeah, because she just, that was crazy. Flings her head around a lot and, like, Sarah's dog has maybe already outgrown Sarah's house. It's possible. But, like, that's the thing. She has this huge neck because she flings her head and the stuff she's holding around all the time. A lot of head flinging. Yeah. Lots of head flinging. She's a, she's a, what is it called when you listen to really, like, heavy, heavy head metal bangers. Music? Yes. She's that. There actually used to be a show on MTV way back in the day that was a heavy metal, like, Saturday night at midnight show called Headbangers Ball. Oh, I'll put that on for Aria. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, she'd feel like she'd when I was crowd. In, like, junior high, high school, this guy that I dated was, like, really into that kind of stuff. (laughs) And, like, (laughs) our first date, he took me to a show. With, like, screamo music? Yeah. And it was in... This is just a funny story that I like to tell people. Fun little anecdote. It was in this... There used to be this skate shop in... That sounds right. Bondren. And, like, in the back, they... I mean, they, it was, like, a new, little, little tiny park. little miniature little skate park, and that's where they oh, had the shows. Oh, that also sounds right. But now, <laughs> that place is Fondren Public, the bar downtown. Oh, that, really that, popular. That, that also sounds right. All of that sounds so, right. Yeah, fun little anecdote. That sounds... That all it. sounds accurate. Well, anyway... Well, this has been great. How uh, <laughs> how have your weeks been fine? Fine? <laughs> Terrible? What was this week... When I don't remember. <laughs> yesterday I thought Said was help. yesterday was Thursday and I thought it was Tuesday. So if that describes any of my week. Wow, that would have been I would be dead. Like if today was Wednesday, I don't I don't know if I could I don't know if I could we, do it. We we had two subjects this week, although I didn't see both of you for many of them. I did a bunch of them on my own cuz they ended up having some strange times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, they really did. Although I would like to publicly say, obviously I'm not going to say this subject's name, but one of our subjects realized that they had a voice lesson during one of their collection times and volunteered because one of our things is we want them to do the data collections before any singing. And so that subject volunteered to come in at 7.30 in the morning Bless him. Yeah, I didn't come for a data collection. And Bless I would him. just like to publicly thank the 7.30 a.m. Out of town. Well, let's just not give any more information oh, no, away about it, the subject. But he but came up to me yesterday and told me he loved my commentary on the videos. And so he's probably my new favorite subject. <laughs> he's okay. the first person that has said, like, oh, my gosh, Sarah, your favorite hysterical. subject. That's a line in Hamilton, which I'm seeing a week from tomorrow. In fact, Sarah will not be with us next week on the podcast. Her Ashlyn's going to. Yeah, Ash- what did Leah. I just say? Sarah. Sarah? Oh, sorry. I will Leah's be not going to be with Can't us next week on the podcast. Uh, Ashlyn's going to sit in again with Sarah and I. Um, but anyway, no. By the no. time you guys start the podcast, if I will said, probably already be in Chicago oh, because my flight is super early. Oh, is that right? Six thirty. Oh, you guys are flying. Die. Me. Just it's, me. It's solo. Leah's going solo. Yes, I am flying. She's Fantastic. going to no, see You thought I was going to drive 12 hours to Chicago over fall know. break? Victoria, if you're listening, Leah's coming to see you. Yay! You know this. Yay we're so we're excited. excited. In fact, the day you'll be listening to this, Leah will be... <gasps> 
Leah can actually oh listen to this goodness. on the plane while she flies I think to I'm Chicago. Gonna listen to Hamilton. A more likely oh scenario <laughs> is that Victoria would listen to this in anticipation of Leah coming. Like just yeah, that in seems the realm like a more reality. That seems like <laughs> that a more, more likely likely, likely thing. Yeah, I'm gonna go to Chicago and we're gonna sit in her apartment and listen to a podcast. Yeah, she'll listen to it before you get there. I think that was what Sarah was suggesting. You but. know what else is exciting? Like, sure, Leah's going to see Hamilton and whatever. We all hate her, whatever. But we're gonna be watching the new <laughs> season of Doctor Who. So who? <laughs> I care a little, but mm, no, it's not the same. <laughs> it's pretty exciting though. <laughs> Next Friday's episode, I want to do. I do want to talk a little bit about the study today. Next Friday's episode will be Sarah and Ashlyn. Ashlyn, who's also a Whovian. Will be Sarah and Ashlyn and I talk, anticipating the Doctor, Doctor Who premiere Who. because it will happen the following weekend. Um, I had so so we did finish two more subjects this week. Even we had though. we had two subjects, and again for those of you out there in research land, especially if you're doing a study where you need your subjects to come in in consecutive days early, getting early. them all to sometimes show up is. Impossible? Difficult. No, clearly it's not impossible because we're nine subjects done. True. So clearly it's not impossible. Like herding cats. We have two subjects who were supposed to be this week who we have now bumped back to next week who it looks like podcast land will be our final two subjects. I would love to get a 12th. I would like to point out that the, the title of our study does include the words pilot study. So before I get commentary on social media about how dare you do a study with only an N of 11, you're terrible researchers, you're horrible people. I could see people doing that. In fact, I was going to comment that actually. Well, given the last 24 hours on social media, I I, I mean, it. I, I could see way worse things happening. So, I mean. I guess I haven't really been. You don't. Just, just stay off of it. Okay. Um, I'm not just talking about the voice I, forums. I got there. I'm not talking about have, voice forums. I have kind of seen that. Anyway. Um, I, I've been more focused on, look who liked my wedding photo. Well, that's fine. You can look at that. That's yeah, perfectly, that's that's perfect. Sarah got her wedding pictures. Um, did. They're pretty. <laughs> anyway, well, what I was guys. saying is that so we will have two subjects next week. Um, their times are somewhat early-ish. Um, one of them is has somewhat earlier times, like eight thirty and nine. Monday, th- all, all of their times are like eight thirty and nine, and then another one at like ten and ten forty five or something like that. That's not terrible though. I mean, this week they were literally so far. No, the two that this showed up, well, that's because they weren't supposed to be that that's way. That's true, but they were so far apart that like yeah, he, he would just leave because there's no point. In so. Staying. We're hoping that these last two stragglers, one of whom literally told me that they didn't show up last week solely because they had not opened any of the emails that I had sent them. <laughs> so it wasn't that they didn't open That's the flattering. reminder email that I sent them the morning of Monday morning. Zero. They hadn't even opened the email from me from the week before. It wasn't that they hadn't read it carefully enough. They actually literally had not clicked it. on it. That that baffles me because this is why. Why would you not open emails from your professors? This is why in my course syllabi that I say that you must check and respond to email on a daily basis. I put it in syllabi. Yeah, but because students don't. 
The type yeah. of person that doesn't open their emails probably Definitely doesn't didn't read, the read the syllabus. your syllabus. Do you know that? That was an assignment for the course that you're taking. I promise you, they did. unless you gave a quiz on it, they didn't read it. Yeah. 100%. Oh, I thought you were saying that you didn't read my syllabus. No. I was going to say, you found a grammatical error in yeah. my syllabus. No, I read, I read your syllabus. I have to know you. it's... <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Um, <laughs> no, we're saying that if they're the not students, checking their emails, well, the thing they're is, not reading your the, syllabus. The thing about the syllabus is that I read the syllabus to them during the first class session. 100% yeah. doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. That's irrelevant. See, and this is where, okay. Sorry, then, are we making you feel is, worse? No, <laughs> but like this is the thing we've talked about before of like we've had these subjects where we've told them what's going to happen. Oh, yeah. In person. We've shown them in writing what's going to happen. Yeah, the first week of school does not count. <laughs> So then when should I go over the syllabus? The first, th the third week of school? No, it doesn't matter. Everyone has written off the syllabus. Sil the syllabus. The syllabus is never going to matter to them. <laughs> Some people, it matters too. Like, I mean, I obsessively it's, check them because I'm like, It's like, like the Morpheus meme though. Like the, what would you do if I told you that the answer was in the syllabus? You guys never seen that Morpheus meme? No. Okay. Well, professors like to share that Morpheus, Morpheus. meme. What? Isn't that from what, uh, The Matrix? Yes. Yeah, I like The Matrix. What's a more... I'm guessing she hasn't seen The Matrix. I don't watch if movies. If you haven't you seen know The this Matrix, about me. then you're not going to get that. There's a I watch wonderful, scary movies, and that's There's it. actually a wonderful mm -hmm. video. I'm sort of glad scary. this came up. That was a nice tie-in, actually. There's a wonderful video on, on Movies Insider okay. on their social media thread that talks about why... The Marvel Cinematic Universe has a huge hero problem. Hero? Because none of them are real heroes. What? Do you, I'll beat them up. What do you mean? Well, it goes through this that basically they say that Black Panther is the closest, but it goes through this 19th century text that that, that went about defining here the the structure of the hero in in literary terms okay and that the hero must be tested and most of our heroes get tested that our heroes like basically that they come from nothing or something and they and they get special abilities that okay. they're that those abilities are then put to the test by some sort of evil force or evil being or something okay. um but then then during the something a phase of the of the path of the hero called the return the marvel movies fall short and that the matrix was the only great superhero movie wait wait let me finish okay that the reason that the matrix was the only great superhero movie is that the path of the hero also has to include the fall and the resurrection and that that's why the matrix is the only great superhero movie of any superhero movie that's ever been made because it actually involved Neo dying and coming back to life. Interesting. Now, I, I, I think that that's because almost all fictional stories are basically one telling of a messianic story or another. But, I mean, hence Star Wars. Um, <laughs> um But... Basically, that's where they say that the Marvel movies fall short is because none of them actually in their return and 
toward resurrection, they never get there. That Black Panther is the closest that it that any of those movies actually ever got to a true hero. Well, Marvel has a great chance now since they just killed them all. <laughs> like, this is your chance, Marvel, to actually... Maybe they read this and they were like, fine, you know what we're going to do? We're going to kill them all. Very good. Bam. Movie written. There we there. So, I mean, maybe that'll happen. I, I don't know. I, just, uh, I now have to sit here and try to think of reasons why that's wrong. Maybe just initially <laughs> that I don't agree. I have now distracted Sarah for the rest of the yeah. hour. Um, yeah. An interesting observation that I've made as I've preliminary taken a look at some of our data. Uh, you guys have been watching this screen a lot more than I have. And mm-hmm. maybe you can comment on this some just in your memory without even looking at anything. There is no reason in my mind that a healthy voice should not be able to do a string of 12 syllables without consistent airflow and subglottic pressure. Okay, yeah. I mean, we're not asking them to do this for a minute. Or no, thirty it's, it's seconds, and we don't even tell them a tempo. That's the thing; like they can do it. Well, fast. we do basically give them a tempo. But They've they, all been relatively right on tempo, actually. That's good, but it's not a slow tempo necessarily. Like a super no, it's slow quarter tempo. note equals one hundred four. Yeah, so I mean, it, it's not that difficult, right? And I mean, to just do a string without taking a breath. Yeah. Assuming that you took a breath. Now, I mean, obviously, it's one thing if, like, you literally, you know, sometimes you're in the middle of a song, you're like, oh, I didn't breathe. Yeah. I mean, okay, fine. Well, we literally, I, I mean, I say, ready and go. So yeah, like, same. You, you have it, and I give them. it's not like they literally have to start the minute I say go. Like, if they take a breath, yeah, it doesn't I've matter. Okay, no, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. more I'm just letting them know, like, now it's okay for you to start. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you, right. So, but it, it is concerning to me that in a couple samples, they can't. There was consistently decreasing airflow yeah. through the sample. Did you see that in anybody's yeah. samples? Yes. Oh, yeah. That, to me, is a... And obviously, we'll still take the middle of that, so we'll still get an average yeah. and some higher peaks and some lower peaks, you know, because we're taking the mean airflow. Yeah. And so we will still get... I mean, that's one of the reasons we're using the averaging. But, to me... That says to me that that glottis is not functioning efficiently. Yeah. And, th- I, and I was talking about this in class yesterday in undergraduate ped, which <laughs> we'll get to in a second. But it's concerning to me when a glottis is functioning that inefficiently. I mean, it's, it's, that, that's, that's a concern. Yeah. Um, and obviously, we're not identifying anyone here. We're not, you Let's know, say calling out. It's not like out. we can re- even approach them and be like, hey. No, of course not. Nor nor am I going to even talk to their, you know, it's not like I'm going to be like, oh, it, whether it was my voice student, somebody else's voice student, whatever. It's not like I'm going to be like, hey, so uh, your student's uh, efficiency is, <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's literally the sound I was going to make. Um <laughs> But it is, but it is, but, but that it was a very interesting indicator in, in, in a subject or two. Um, very, very fascinating. Um, yeah, I love, I've really enjoyed doing this just because it's so basic that you can like, it's just, I I mean, it's different. Like, obviously we hear these people in. I mean, solo hours, studio class. Like, you hear them sing, right? You hear them sing, and of course, 
I mean, we all hear. I mean, that's the point of studio classes. Well, we hear work. things that they could improve on, sure, and that they but and that they're working on. But doing this, it's so just a basic. basic you can kind task. of just be like, oh, but yeah, because <laughs> just just for our listeners, just to be clear. So what you do in the PAS is you have to have your mouth close around the intraoral tube. So you are literally having them do what's called a syllable train, and you're having them go pa 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 pa. Yes, do the whole thing. I didn't even take a breath. Um, and, and I was able to do that many. What was that? 10, something like that. I, really I mean, it was count. a lot. I was more like, wow, this is a lot of pause. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah. How long but did I let him so, go? <laughs> but so, so that's what we're doing. Yeah. Um, so that the lips close on the P on the plosive around the tube, we get the measure of intraoral pressure. We get the vowel and the airflow on the vowel, you know, and it's back and forth, this repetition back and forth of we're getting subglottal pressure from the intraoral pressure, and then we're getting airflow from the vowel. And it's just this back and forth, and we're also getting sound pressure level on yeah. the vowel as well, all of which is in the is in the database that we're going to keep of data. Um, but it, it like the, the, the continually, or even in some, the very strange, and obviously on a very first P, if they like load you're going to get a big spike of subglottal pressure on the right. first well, one and that's why we throw out one of the reasons we throw out the first one yeah, yeah. i mean spike a lot, right like yeah people spike a lot because especially someone who wants to just be like pa 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 yeah. pa well and you've never like using the pas for the first time is kind of a weird like, also true sensation yes. it's and so the first time you off. use it every day if you're not used to it you're kind of like oh right this is how this feels right. yeah right like Wait, that wasn't how I sing normally. That was weird. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, it's interesting. I really like being able to watch the screen and get those readings while they're doing the pop, pop, pause. Mm-hmm. But then, like, it's always interesting after watching that and kind of being like, oh, this is, you know, their airflow is an interesting whatever. To hear them go over and do the sustained A and E. I don't know. Like, I really enjoy hearing the comparison and, like, comparing what I saw on the screen to them just being like, uh, right, because then we have them go and do the Cape V protocol, and that includes a sustained A and E at the beginning of it before they read the sentences. Well, it's interesting, like, what pitch they pick. Do they p- pick, like, a pitch? pitch or like, are they, are they really, speaking? Or are they, is it just straight right. up speech? Yeah. And, like, how does what I'm hearing do there... Do they do it com- with their fullness of, ah, yeah, Some of them have been very clear to just be <laughs> like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah well yeah. and like how does what i hear over there compare to what i just saw mm-hmm. right like, I yeah don't know, it's and i think and, and, and it just made me realize i don't know i guess i know i'm guilty of this sometimes i try to make too much of a problem like you know in studio class when i'm trying to yeah. you know because i mean we're kind of practicing i think i'm sure you are too like thinking okay if this were my student what sure. would i i want yeah, you to be thinking what that. would i be doing and i've just i think that sometimes i'm trying to like make too much of it like think a lot of things and then this is so simple and i'm like oh there's a very basic problem here. why you're, you're having some issues and and i think that's such a wonderful lesson for vo- young voice teachers yeah of like the reality of rather than Your dealing Gladys with all these big picture really issues and these big things or i'm um, um, the, the sort of minutia things actually mm-hmm. um th- that are all these detail things and and whatever just let's just go ah uh, ah uh, yeah uh. <laughs> i was actually just thinking yesterday after my voice lesson that i feel like my like when she's warming me up that's like 
where I learned the most. Which is you interesting. Because I mean? right. when we did practicum last year, I really did not love spending all the time with the warm ups. Like I wanted to get to the yeah, song because I'm like, like I'm working the do. technique on the song. But now I'm like, no, I need to like honestly I get now why you're like spend this much time on warm ups because I should be able to hear and fix a lot just there because I'm just and hearing you can them hear it easier because it's not right. Well, and I know what I want to begin with. Like I, yeah. I don't need to start with some fancy singy warm up. Like I just basically need to start with like, can you phonate? <laughs> and I today, think that's today, particularly ever? true early on with a student. Yeah, like you just need to have some what I would refer to as basic, easy to sing diagnostic exercises that allow your ears. uh, But I also do think just as a counterpoint to that, because I think balance is what really matters because you also need time working technique in repertoire and and this kind of thing. People are much better at singing a song than warming up or vice versa. Yeah. Yeah. I've had great vocalizers. I'm way better at warming up. I've, I have had great vocalizers who, when they go to sing, maybe because of the language that they're dealing with, maybe because of the character that they're dealing with, the repertoire becomes much harder for them. And I've had other students who just were just incredibly problematic vocalizers. Yeah. But when they went to repertoire, I'd be like, oh, well, why did we just waste 30 minutes <laughs> doing that other thing? Yeah, yeah, like they're fine. No, I'm great at, at warming up. And I think it's because like sometimes... I'll sing something and she'll stop me and be like, that sounded great. What were you thinking about? And I'm like, I literally was not thinking. Uh, or like, <laughs> I was thinking about what I... This is the curse of the voice teacher student. <laughs> doing last week. and then, when, But then when I start singing, yeah. you know, I'm in singing mode. Ugh. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, I realized the other day when she asked me, she was like, what did that feel like? I'm like, I no Honestly, idea. I couldn't tell you. Could not tell That's you. That's awesome and terrible nope. <laughs> and wonderful. All, all all of the above at the same time. It's hard from like, I mean, shoot, when I would teach Jamie last year and I'd be like, how did, what did you feel then? I don't know. That does not help me. <laughs> Try to feel I don't know again. You know what I've luck. tried to change my language to? I think I said this in undergrad ped. Maybe you weren't there that day. I've tried to change my language to what did you just experience? Rather than making it about something you feel proprioceptive that makes yeah. sense. or kinesthetic, I've tried to make it what did you just experience because then their own learning style can try to come okay. out. Because that, that leaves it more open to like, was it? did you notice something the way you were, the sound? And, or and even did right. you like the sound you just produced? Right. Yeah. And, and it allows them to be a little more, and sometimes they do immediately go to something they felt. Yeah. Um, I like but that. it's allowed. It, it, I forget who I heard say. Uh, forgive me for not being able to curate where I got that idea, but it's something I read somewhere that someone said on a post on one of the forums, and I thought it seemed like a really good idea. Forgive me for not being able to cite you who you were. I'm sure multiple voice teachers have done this, but but that that's the a transition that I've tried to make in my own teaching because I full confession I've said what did that feel like for a yeah. decade a decade yeah. now at least um but I've tried to transition to what was that experience what did you just experience that makes sense just to give them a little bit more open ended response yeah. particularly with the students who really don't get much kinesthetic feedback um I think it it helps it helps them be more comfortable in responding. Yeah, because it's not a, like a wrong. Right, and if they go to the sound, 
um, sometimes that's even more helpful because then they can, speaking of sound, oh gosh. So yesterday, my mind expanded yesterday. Oh gosh. I think more in a day than it has in a very, very long time. See, that was mean because now you can't tell them why. And you're just leaving them like, wow, my mind was blown. I have a new way of thinking about everything in life, but I'm not going to tell you why. (laughs) Have fun just pondering that or not. I'll just say this. Yesterday, with all things voice, the answers should be presented to students as simply as possible. But... A lot of times the answers are very complex because everything like affects everything and influences something else and and there's a lot of complex coordination going on. But yesterday and I and I say that to say in the theme of lifelong learning, yesterday Dr. Howell explained something to me that I have heard him say probably 30 times, both in writing, in in presenting, in videos he sent me, and whatever. And yesterday, the construct of pitch finally made sense to me. And for those of you who have not read Dr. Howell's stuff, you should read it. But um, I... I, It was... Let me just say... That I am, I after just yesterday, I feel so much more prepared to be presenting the psychoacoustics material that I'm going to present to you all next semester. So much better than I did before yesterday. Well, it's a because much I more think complete. I finally understand pitch. <laughs> Such a rudimentary musical fundamental that that I have ah, which is not part of the pitch. You. Spoiled it. That's his whole thing. It's not really his, it's not his thing. Whole thing. I mean, because it honestly goes back to the basics of the telephone. But it's his ball. I'm sorry. If you wanted <laughs> that to be like a surprise for people. Anyway, um, we'll talk more about that on a later date. We should probably have him try to Skype in for a, an episode to talk about that. That'd be be cool. I mean, we have to figure out how to do Skype. I still need to figure out how to record onto this Zoom from Skype. I honestly, uh, that's a full confession. I don't know how to do that yet. I started reading about it this week, and I haven't figured it out. So I will work on figuring it out. But that had me all fired up at the beginning of undergraduate PED yesterday. And then, undergraduate PED yesterday, what a train wreck. I don't think it was a train wreck. They got so off topic. Oh, my gosh, you guys. So yesterday was supposed to be. It wasn't. <laughs> the beginning of our phonation unit. Yeah. And I chose to start at the end. <laughs> and what I mean by that is, I was actually ch- so so basic processes. You sort of present normally. I would have presented theories of phonation. I would have gone into some of the science of phonation. I would have gone into uh, like fluid dynamics, this kind of thing. I would have gone into theories of mass models. I would have gone into uh, um, the anatomy 
of the larynx, of course, and this kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I eventually would have talked about, you know, sort of diagnosis and correction kind of things about phonation leading to what, what, how do you help a student phonate more efficiently? Rather than starting that and doing things sort of in that order, I started with, these are semi-occluded vocal tract exercises. Here's my handout on them. Let's start here. So I sort of started at the end. Attempted to start at the end. Oh, golly. And I have a very brief paragraph at the top of the handout before I list the different kinds of semi-occluded vocal tract exercises. And describe them briefly. It's, I mean, it's a one-page handout. It's not like this is like everything there is to know about SOVTs. Mm-hmm. But I said, I made the, I guess, giant mistake of saying, are there words at the top in this paragraph that you would like me to define? And how did we get from there to the T thing? To vocal health? Yes. What was actually, was it the... Was somebody it the, asked a we were question about the glottis. And yeah, then somebody asked a question about the, the esophagus and the and how like it keeps water from going down. And you kind of made the offhand comment that so like drinking like water never reaches your vocal folds, and that just broke them. They all they wanted to talk about from that point on was, was vocal health. Was vocal health, and that was the rest of it. And even like with some of us trying to make fun of you and get you back on get everything back on track <laughs> both ga's including another in fact ashlyn was also in there uh so these two and ashlyn were all just sitting in yesterday and then it just went it just went off the rails it did i, I just i didn't think it was that bad i just i think sarah was upset because she's giving the voice health talk yeah, this see, semester that, that, i mean and and i she thinks i was stealing her thunder no I mean, so it's a little like, oh, well, I was going to talk about all that, which but I don't really care. Like, they're, they're going to learn it at some point. It's more of like as a student, that was always a pet peeve of mine to sit there. And like, I wanted to know, like, this is the class that we have to learn about SOVTs. And I wanted to get as I wanted to learn as much about whatever topic we were supposed to learn that day as could be taught and as you were planning to present and so like when people would get off and i'm like we've been talking about this for 20 minutes and that's 20 minutes of information about this topic that i'm i'm not gonna get and that always really like rankled with me and so i don't know maybe like personality differences if there was somebody else in there who who maybe i don't know nobody else in there may think like that or feel like that but that always got to me so i was like it is now my job to get back to the back to the task because like as a student in the class, I would never be like, hey, I want to learn about what we're supposed to learn about today because that just seemed obnoxious and nobody's going to like you if you're that person. But like as the TA, I'm like, hey, talk about your pencils, your straws. I came here today to hear you talk about the semi-occluded vocal tract exercises. So, so this class is supposed to be for you, not for the students. They're going to get the vocal health talk at the end of the semester. <laughs> It'll happen. Learning in a straight line. It's not like the vocal health talk. You're going to start talking. Well, you might talk a little about semi-occluded vocal tract exercises, but not to the extent that you would have talked about it yesterday. I just don't think, like, I just, I mean, when they're that curious about it and they have that many questions, I don't think you can just be like, wait until December. Yeah, no, this was like, and the thing is like their questions (laughs) were fairly like, 
things that I felt I needed to answer. Like yeah, they, like they, they were basic. In, yeah, they, <laughs> they were, were good. They were very. Like you need this information were, they, as soon as possible. There were very basic <laughs> questions about voice. Yeah. That I needed to answer. <laughs> yeah, I mean there were some, but it is not. I don't know. My nature is like, what if you could have? What if? I feel like they're really excited about vocal health because that's like something they already kind of know. And like, while you're clearly not, it's immediately, it's more familiar. It's more familiar than the concepts of phonation and a semi occluded vocal tract and all this other stuff. But if we don't talk about that, they can never learn about it. And what if there's somebody in there who could get really excited about all this kind of stuff and want to learn more about it, but they never hear. I don't know. So I, this is something actually, I have a lot of feelings. Yeah, I can tell. It brings up a good point. Something I've been really tossing around that I, sort of brought up on on a thread on one of the forums i really i think maybe i've said this on the podcast once before too the more i think about it the more i think that a one credit sort of basics of voice course in the first semester of voice study or maybe spring freshman year would be so much more valuable to give like Basics, truths of voice health. Oh, yeah. Basic laryngeal, I mean, basic laryngeal anatomy, basic respiratory anatomy, and truths about respiratory anatomy. Like, so that from the get-go of their voice study, because the bottom line is, as a voice teacher, I think a lot of the time, and I'm guilty of this too, you, like, tell something to one student, and then you think you've told every student. And then you realize, or you've told three students that first week of all your freshmen, and then you realize that there was one freshman who was sick that week who didn't get that thing. And six weeks later, you're like, well, you know, when your diaphragm blah, 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 blahs or something. I'm just making that up. But And they're like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, and then you're like, oh. Or worse, they don't say that. They're just like, yeah, okay. But they don't know. Or worse, they just are like trying to be Mm, polite and go, "Mm, mm mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And then it's even just like, oh, she. I'm supposed to know this. Well, right. I'm not going to fess up. Yeah. yeah. That's why I think that maybe a basics of voice course would be more valuable. And then and, and then later on, maybe deal with some more in-depth things about teaching singing later on in the curriculum once they've sung more. Um, it's an interesting thought. I sort of going back to my what is voice pedagogy business. Anyway, anyway, um where are we? Oh no. Okay. We're 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 getting there. Um I don't think we had any huge news this week. Uh the, do- the last Fantastic Beast trailer. Oh, um, that's right. Golly. Thank you. It was whiz. so good. A lot of controversy over the casting of Nagini. A lot of controversy because she cast a Korean woman as a snake. She has defended that uh, oh, casting. I didn't even um, um, Isn't Johnny Depp in that movie also? Johnny Depp yeah. is. He's Grindelwald. Grindelwald. Yeah, I mean, his I was more like he was very abusive. Oh. oh, I was like, I'm, I, I, I sorry, Lee. I wasn't sure where you were going. I was uh, like, where I are we was going? Like, what does he have to do with Korea? I was like, no. I was like, yeah, he he's Grindelwald. Oh, I now I see where you're. Okay, I, yeah. I follow you now. I wasn't sure where you were. Sorry for not remembering that. I'd honestly forgotten about that. Yeah, um, that's the issue. In 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 fact, that's a that's a good point. It's a good point. Well, th- 
Harry Potter's Warner Brothers, right? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. Right. So Universal owns. Yeah, because if you go to Universal in Orlando, you can go to Harry Potter World. Right. In other words, it's not a Disney company. Although apparently Disney this week also Sean Gunn, James Gunn's brother, who's also in the Guardians movies, did confirm that despite Disney's firing of James Gunn, they will still use his script. That's. I there's got to be a lawsuit coming over that. Yeah. I. Okay, so but Fantastic Beasts and Nagini. Sorry. I never realized Nagini was a person slash snake. I, I, I. Okay. That was that was that was baffling to me. Bo- I just thought Nagini books was books versus snake. movies. We're not reading books, kind of thing. I mean, huh? Isn't isn't it dealt with in the books? No. No. How dare you? How dare you accuse me of not reading the book? How Have you dare read you? the books? <laughs> Talking about Fantastic Beasts. Yeah. I've read the book Fantastic Beasts. Ah. I am offended. Very good. Uh, no, that was that was just that was news. I mean, it's possible I missed it somewhere, no. but it is not possible that both of us missed that. But okay, um, very good. Nagini is also a person. How did she become a snake? Who knows? Interestingly, like how? Uh, who expected <sighs> Grindelwald to be in Dumbledore's mirror of air? Said. Who saw that coming? I always thought it would be his sister. It was not. I'd also like to know what the relationship there is between Nagini and Bellatrix later on. It well, in Voldemort, like how how did Nagini end up being just a snake? How did she, who obviously has some connection to Grindelwald I'm or Dumbledore the or something, has something to do with that? Well, when when like b- become a Horcrux, you probably can't change forms anymore. Or ooh, something like that. That could be an interesting. That's, that's my guess. That could I, be an interesting reason. But like, that's I've weird. not read these things. Sorry, folks. I'm a bad pop culture podcast host. You should read Harry Potter. Your son is reading Harry Potter. Take a I note know, from your son. Charlie is almost done with book three. He's going to finish yeah, book three really this weekend. They're really good. They start getting a lot longer after that, so it will take a little longer yeah, to do. I need are, to try to burn through these first. Are three. y'all gonna? Have because you know they get so much darker as they go on. I know. Are y'all letting him go all the way through seven right now? We don't, we or don't try know to yet. Huh? We oh, don't know okay. yet. We haven't made that par- parental call yet. My niece, um, she's in fifth grade now, but I mean, she—it's been a couple years since she read them. She read them all the way through, and um, it was fine. Like Jenna said, like they weren't sure at first, um, but. Well, and you'll probably know is because they—they do get progressively fine. dark, and so you know if he starts getting upset around book five, then. Right. I think we're, we're going to see what happens at the end of book four and see how he reacts to that. Ugh, good books. You need to read those books. I like, And she it. was one that normally, like, I don't know, she doesn't usually like scary uh-huh. stuff. But she, I mean, she loved them. But so. the trailer did look great. It visually, does. I it am looks so excited. Looks, so excited. It looks pretty visually spectacular. Um, how no, far I, are y'all in Parks and Rec? Uh. Hmm, what just happened most recently? Because we last night we watched the football game. Um, oh, that's not a Parks and Rec episode. Yeah, that's literally, I was literally a football trying to game. think. Was no, like, sorry, Miami hurt. My Miami Hurricanes play rec. last night. Forty-seven to ten. Actual football, he lost me. Uh, I'm trying to think what the last. I mean, y'all are pretty last. close to being done. Right? We're we're in season six, and we're definitely <laughs> post Chris and and them um, uh, them moving. Okay. So we're post them leaving Pawnee. Uh-huh. Mm. Uh, we're already post like the recall. Um, oh yeah, that Leslie's. Be. Let's see. 
I'm trying to remember what the exact. Ron is currently remodeling floor three. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, that answers His baby you has arrived <laughs> on oh. the show. I love that. Just he walks in with the baby. <laughs> and and no, Leslie is not happy. Uh, and, um, and he has restarted remodeling. Because it's quiet. Right. <laughs> And he's, he's more Ron efficient. Swanson. And yeah. he's Ron Swanson. <laughs> yeah. uh, so that, that's where we people. are in our Parks and Rec uh, journey. Y'all are almost done. Okay, yeah, when yeah. y'all finish, I just last night made uh, Sarah and Jamie start Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And that's it's, what's up it's next It's pretty funny. Guys. It's pretty funny. Well, I, we have heard that that is quite a funny show. Well, yeah. I, I enjoyed it a lot. Is it was Terry a- Crews in Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Yes, and he is great. Terry Crews, big proponent of intermittent fasting. Okay. I identify with Terry <laughs> Crews' character on that show a lot, actually. Yeah, he's, like, he's a great character. Terry, All the characters on there are just, are like, like, great. I was trying to figure out, because, like, you very much identify with... I don't even know if... Or I, you, I wouldn't say I identify with like Gina, but I think Gina is hilarious. Gina and Rosa... They're, they're both pretty great. I, I like Rosa a lot. Well, I like we'll, Gina, too. we'll look forward to that. It's good. We, um... We will at least want to watch the first episode of two or of, at that at this of this is us at that point of, of this yeah. season just so we can. Oh yeah, I guess I should. So we can yeah. start crying every week. Um, See, that's my thing. Is that show's too sad? I'm in the school year. Don't I don't do sad shows during the school year unless it's like a continuation of something like that I've been watching. I think you just said said like the graduate student non emo version of of I don't do sadness from uh uh. I don't know. I, I just know that like I can't start a really Spring depressing, awakening. sad show in the middle of like a semester of school. It's not that. It's just really heavy handed. I don't know. If I'm going to cry, it's it's depressing. It and is sad, quite heavy handed. I'm going to think about it for days and be sad it's, for days. It's Puccini on television. Yeah. It's yeah. I'm going to manipulate your emotions now. Watch me manipulate your emotions. I don't appreciate that. I need them. See, I, I don't want my Well, that's honestly the big one of the biggest criticisms of Puccini's operas is that he's manipulating your emotions and not giving you the choice of what to feel. I'm okay with it. Puccini, like, it's an opera. It's, it's, I sit down. For, I'm okay with sitting down for a few hours and, like, having you taunt with me, but I can't do it week after See, week. you should watch Parenthood because I feel like This Is Us is what... I feel like... Parenthood was this more balanced. This Is Us is trying to be what Parenthood yeah. was, but Parenthood was so much more natural, uh, I feel like. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. Interesting. Yeah. I actually have a friend who texts me every week and is like, Sarah, it's a crime. You don't watch This Is Us. And then tells me why it's a crime. And I'm like, I just don't watch it yet. Maybe Very I'll watch good. it someday. Maybe that's like an after-graduation Like, thing. I've only... Ke- I've kept watching it because I like the characters. Yeah. But, like, there are a lot of times when they're in some of their super emotional monologues and I'm just yeah, like, yeah. okay, everyone, no, I, let's I, I, just take a minute. <laughs> yeah. No, you're, you're not wrong. Yeah. You're not wrong. Uh, okay. Very good. Breakfast, Sarah. I had yogurt. It was mint and not mint. It had like these little chocolate thingies, but they weren't chocolate chips and it was yummy. Good. Takeaways. I just haven't had many takeaways this year yet. Like I know I should, but I don't know. I'm just getting through the week. Like the fact that I make it here on Friday morning is is a takeaway in itself. Very good. There you go. That's all <laughs> I got, guys. Leah. Learning is not a straight line. It could yes, Leah has a great takeaway <laughs> this week. I'm not saying it's a straight line, but like sometimes you have to be efficient and learn as much as you can in the allotted time because 
What well, if you never get back to learn, that? But they learned. They had. They'll have another chance to learn a lot. Like, like you know, give them some of the pertinent information. But then, what I think if that's what he did? There's just information that they may never get. A, all okay. My yeah. takeaway for this week is always be a lifelong learner. Then you can realize that learning is not a straight line, and well, you cannot be upset that because what I'm trying to teach them in that class is that not that there's right and wrong, but there's levels of gray, that there are multiple answers to the same problem, that even the problems themselves might be an answer to something else. I'm trying to create a generation of people who are able to hear information, synthesize that information, compare it to other information they know or can look up, and then make a decision about whether or not they should make that information part of their canonical existence. But if they never hear the initial information, they might not know what to go on and keep learning about or that it's even something that they're interested in continuing to learn about. Like, what if they never hear the first thing about, like, phonation, semi-occluded vocal tracts, any sort of exercise that deals with phonation? But they have now. Did they? Did they? They could have heard more. What if the piece of information that would have sparked that interest wasn't there? Also, I'm hopefully going to teach a voice lesson here in a few minutes and then go get my dog. Oh, are you excited? You're excited, Tony right? was, I believe the official term is de-stoned, and we're looking <laughs> forward to getting him back to the house. He'll have the cone of shame on probably all weekend. But Yay, Tony. Awesome. Are you? That missing cone. our pup most dogs do we took it off actually after an hour because like she wasn't trying to mess with where the surgery yeah, was Yeah, she was just trying to jump around and be normal it was more that we were just trying to keep her yeah yeah from we kept being like stop you're gonna like rip your stitches and she didn't care she didn't listen right anyway so we're excited to get him back I bet. Uh, later Yay, this later tony. this morning and then get tony home and yay he's gonna anyway. be so happy all right peace out everybody <laughs>